Hi everybody, a very warm welcome to our podcast. Today we have Anantha Padmanabha, who is a renowned Vedic astrologer and he has a vast knowledge about mantras. So today we'll be discussing about this topic. We'll be doing a Q&A session with him and he's going to answer our questions. Welcome once again. Anantha, a very warm welcome to you. It's a pleasure to see you here. Krishna. Namaskaram. 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 Thank you for uh, inviting me, madam. Uh, basically, I am uh, Ananta Padmanabha from Bangalore, okay, uh, practicing Vedic astrology. Uh, basically, that is uh, uh, reading uh, horoscope reading as per the using the ancient uh, Vedic uh, methods. And then I also conduct... Uh, Pujas and I also teach Bhagavad Gita to the small children's basically, to the younger generations. Now I am trying to teach them because uh, older generations are uh, uh, not in a, uh, in a, they are in a very tense mood to learn that and it's becoming very difficult for them. At least if you inculcate these kind of habits, at least our Vedic, ancient Indian uh, scriptures, especially Bhagavad Gita to the small children's. So the trend, the tradition goes on and uh, you know uh, the, uh, the scriptures, uh, how it works. I mean, uh, uh, it helps the individual uh, grow uh, spiritually. So that's what my intention is, which I am doing it currently. Right. Thank you for the introduction, Ananta. So you are saying you are well versed in the various form of pujas like Gauri Puja, Satya Narayan Puja, and so on. So my question to first question to you is, uh, like, uh, we are, I am sitting in India right now, you too, but people abroad, they are not sure what is the benefit of doing Puja at home. So can you please throw some light on it? And also, how often should we do this Puja? These are my first questions. Um, yeah, basically, Puja is nothing but a prayer, okay, generally. So prayer in the sense, uh, uh, I think everybody does a prayer for uh, their well-being and uh, their family's well-being. Okay, And doing a prayer uh, in at home is uh, absolutely required because what happens is uh, um, they live in that particular place most of their time and uh, they, their life and their family also. So it for their well-being, an effective puja will always give benefits. Benefits, you, it is not possible to measure. Okay, it uh, actually puja is nothing but your consciousness is uh, meeting with the God consciousness. Okay, that means you are inclined. You are not deviated with any kind of worldly, um, uh, uh, worldly what you uh, uh, call. Uh, any kind of uh, uh, tensions or anything like that, you will forget everything and you will be only dedicated towards God. That particular five minutes, 10 minutes of prayer, what you do. So I feel uh, that will bring a lot of benefits uh, for one particular individual who practices it. It is nothing but like we having our food daily. We are taking a bath daily. We are doing the puja also daily. So that should be, that should not be separated from uh, any one person actually, person's life. So this, uh, there are certain very elaborate pujas like Satya Narayan home, for example. It 
I, to my understanding, it takes you about an hour or more than that sometimes to conduct a, a particular Satyanayan Puja. So, uh, can you tell me how often a person can do this at home with the help of people like you or themselves? You, you are talking about pujas, pujas at home. At home. See, these... Elaborate yeah, puja. Yeah. I'm not these saying, pujas, uh, saying for two minutes. Elaborate. Elaborated one, yeah. See, basically, Satyanarayan Puja, I'm talking about one particular Puja called Satyanarayan Puja, as you have raised it. That is, as per uh, Puranas, what we have uh, got in our scriptures, stating that this can be done, um, this can be done on any day. That's what they, it says. Okay. And basically, there are types of doing it, like yearly ones people will do. Okay, like four years, they'll continuously do. Fifth year, they will do the puja and they'll conduct a, a fire sacrifice or homa or something like that. And then they will say that um, I have done this particular procedure. Or else people are there who does the puja every month on a, uh, a full moon day. Okay, there is a process like they have to fast till evening and then they have to conduct puja that goes on for one and a half hour to two hours. So this is how the process goes. Um, generally, if you want to say in this particular busy schedule and all those things, then yearly ones conducting at home is a beneficial. Okay. I have a, a question here right now, Ananta. Like, uh, there are certain Indians who are uh, sitting in USA, Canada, and uh, they want to get uh, these pujas done at their homes in Canada by people who are in India. Like, you are a renowned uh, astrologer and you're very experienced in puja. So, is this possible that you can do this puja sitting here in Bangalore for them? This is a question I get asked. This may sound weird, but I want to know this. Uh, so Ananta can do a puja to my client sitting in Canada and will it benefit? It will definitely because there are two types of doing this. Okay, uh, one is um, uh, one as per our uh, uh, sages or um, as per our scriptures, there is one way of doing it. Is behalf of the particular person, we will do a sankalpa. Sankalpa means we will we will chant few mantras stating that behalf of so and so person who is born on so and so nakshatra or so and so rashi, okay, or gotra, and we are conducting this puja as per his particular wishes. Okay, and please uh, uh, provide, I mean, whatever the good uh, things which is supposed to come from that particular puja should go to that particular individual. This is what the sankalpa, what we does, what we do generally, and we conduct the puja. That is one way of doing it. Secondly, as you know, the technology has improved. So uh, the, the we can conduct puja or chant mantras from here and they can... Uh, they can do the puja there and the vibrations in which ways they will hear to us uh, our mantras and it generally it pass on. It's basically mantra is mananat trayate iti mantraha. That means you have to chant it as, as and when you chant it with a particular that a sound which reverberates, right? That creates an aura, okay? Because of that, it helps whether he is sitting in any part of the world, he just have to listen to it. And we, the people who are conducting behalf of him, we have to uh, chant few, uh, take down his details, birth details or whatever it is. As per that, we have to do the sankalpa and then we can do it. Absolutely, it is possible. Okay. At this point, uh, I have a question about mantra chanting. Uh, 
like uh, our scriptures and our holy book says there are certain mantras the chanting of which uh, increase benefits in the area such as health wealth and happiness for example take om namo shivaya osam lakshmi mantra so many people say that i have been chanting this mantra and nothing is being uh, impacting me i'm not benefiting so can you throw some light why certain mantras do not help people as they hope it will be what is the reason why is the impact see i yeah 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 i i'll tell you um, um, there are certain uh, mantras okay I, if the mantra is uh, the the line of the mantra if it is uh, as low as possible then the benefit is be more okay it will be easier for the person to concentrate for example if it is a very big mantra to be chanted a line or two lines or three lines continuously he has to do it for 100 times 108 times he will definitely lose his concentration for example as you rightly said om namah shivaya or om namo narayanaya om mahalakshmi namaha something like that okay this can be chanted but the problem what happens is here is the most of the people they they think they are very pure and they are chanting it everything properly and it's going on it's nothing like that i mean okay there should be some kind of um, uh, some kind of uh, a, a place needs to be a proper place they have to identify where which is very neat in terms of uh, the place okay and which is which is having less disturbance okay as we are doing it currently there should not be any disturbance so the for the puja it should be more peacefulness should be there okay and neatness should be there and uh, uh, with that what will happen in the sense their concent the mind will get concentrated properly they can concentrate on that particular mantra and uh, if before doing a particular mantra okay there is a small pranayam okay pranayam in the sense they don't have to close their now noses or something like that they can take few uh, um, breaths okay inhale and exhale if they can do it okay for few times and then start chanting mantra their concentration comes on that particular mantra because of the concentration what they are getting it okay then the benefits will always show number 1 number 2 what happens is there are two types one you chanting it loud one chanting it inside uh, yourself okay chanting it loud is not considered as much favorable okay chanting it inside is considerable as more favorable and more effective so you you understand i believe so so that's how actually it happens okay. so that's the reason people um, not tend to get uh, effective results out of this mantras because for example uh, there are a category what we call brahmins or they they are having a, a ritual of doing every day uh, a certain mantra japa and all those things they are supposed to do what we do it generally what happens is we have seen it like we do japas in such a rigorous manner that whatever we are inclined to happen like uh, most of the time okay it is going to because what will happen in the sense our concentration level will be much more higher okay because that's a uh, aesthetic kind of uh, environment which we create ourselves to chant a mantra so that is what it is wherever we sit we sit on a sofa we sit on a bed we sit we sit somewhere else we sit on a balcony and we start chanting the mantra getting a result out of it i am not sure about it 
Okay. So I have seen people just uh, today, these days, Google is a very uh, popular form of finding uh, mantras. But I have heard that you should just not Google any mantra and do it without the counsel of gurus like you because it may harm also, it may have a negative impact. Correct. What do you have your advice on that? Absolutely. Uh, because uh, there are few mantras where households can definitely go ahead and chant. Okay, and there is no problem. Um, but uh, there are, but that also at least once a particular person who is known about this particular thing and who is practicing from some time, that has to be at least say once. And you have to hear him once and then you start chanting it, it will definitely benefit. Okay. And there are a few mantras, as you rightly said, searching in Google and uh, getting out of it. Those are all Bijakshari mantras, what we call as. Bijakshari mantras is absolutely... Be, how much it is benefit, that much it will cause um, uh, a reverse um, uh, problems also um, because if the if it is chanted wrongly, okay? Why we call gurus has to tell in the sense um, because they would have practiced it, they would have experienced it, the good and bad effect of it. They will teach in a proper manner how to render this, how to spell it, the pronunciation, everything they will teach it. As per that, if the individual is doing it, uh, in an aesthetic environment, then I th the results will be there. Without that, uh, getting out of uh, from a book or something like that is not advisable. Okay. Uh, you are saying you are a Vedic astrologer. So, uh, can you please tell our audience what is the difference between Vedic astrology and Western astrology? See, astrology is a subject which has come from India only. Okay, uh, that is called as Jyotisha, what we call it as Sanskrit. Vedic astrology is now it's it's there everywhere. Okay, now it is there in America. There is a, having an institution also. Um, everywhere it is there. The people are practicing Vedic astrology. The difference what we call Vedic and Western astrology is because we have nine planets to tell, and they have three more additional planets to tell. Okay, those planets are not considered in uh, our Vedic astrology, and those three planets, what we say, Uranus, Pluto, and Neptune, they are called they are called as nodes. Okay, nodes in O D E S. So this particular nodes are not much considered. They are they are there in our uh, astrology, but uh, in the books, but they are not calculated when we are uh, uh, reading a particular horoscope. Okay. okay, so and one that is one difference. The second difference, what happens is they go by the uh, their their year starts from January, February, March, April, like that. Okay, they go by sun signs basically. Sun is the prominent planet for Western uh, astrologers. Within in the Vedic astrology, we go on the nakshatras or. Um, we call it as the stars, what we uh, talk about. And the moon is the main planet for us. Based on that, for example, April, in the month of April, the Chaitra Masa, what we are going to tell, okay, where Chitta Nakshatram, that uh, what we are going to tell. This particular day, we will start it as a new year for us. It is not January 1st as a new year. For us, the Yugadi or the first, first day of the new year starts on the Chaitra Masa. That is the Jitta Nakshatra when the moon enters that particular Nakshatra, then we are going to call it as. That's how the small basic differences. Apart from that, it is I'm not commenting on in terms of their predictions or whatever it is there. Um, that is a, that depends, that's a, 
uh, another subject to talk about but this is the only difference as of if i have to put it across okay so i am once again coming back to mantras suppose a person uh, living in germany he is giving you his date of birth and uh, where he was born to you and ask you to cast a horoscope according to the vedic astrology so uh, is it possible that you find out what are the problems in the horoscope and give him some kind of mantras that is going to help him uh, his journey in life is it possible absolutely absolutely we do it um generally we have a stat, uh, standard uh, um, the pro, i mean it is not like uh, every person has to do many japas or every person has to do big big uh, big uh, fire sacrifices in the temples or in the home or something like that it is not a mandatory kind of thing there is a simple uh, effective puja methods which is available which one individual can sit at home and they can do it and they can feel it and they can always uh, get the uh, what do you call uh, their issues resolved at least they can get a way forward in terms of resolution of that particular problems i am not saying about the resolution issue will only get resolved okay at least a way forward the person the mind block will be released because of chanting these mantras and all those things so that can be uh, initiated to the particular person okay uh, i have a curious question here i also hear about gemstones i'm not sure if you recommend but i have seen that astrologers was they see the horoscope and then they will recommend some kind of emerald or neelam so uh, in vedic astrology it happens or oh, you are only focusing on puja no 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 um gem gem gems related also it is there okay i am not denying that particular fact but generally what happens is we generally don't recommend it number 1 number 2 um, why we don't recommend it in the sense uh, the the stone which is been prepared or the person who is getting it okay i might i might uh, recommend the person uh, stating that you go for a rupee okay some three carats or four carats or whatever he goes to a jeweler shop and or a particular days but uh, the person who is giving it the particular stone is it clear is it correct whether he gives a certificate or not that's a different thing but it's very doubtful but that such kind of pure stones getting it is very difficult and uh, people also want it much more cheaper which does not happen generally so we don't recommend it okay until and unless it is a very serious kind of issue we don't recommend gemstones but only thing is anybody uh, who's uh, um rashi what we are going to uh, tell um, that is uh, zodiac sign what we are saying if the person is born in a zodiac sign of leo he can definitely wear a rupee okay and if there is a we are also called we will also see the lagna lagna means ascendant the ascendant if it is a leo then we will ask rupee to wear it so such kind of uh, uh, basic things which might be required if it is required only we will uh, tell otherwise uh, we should not recommend okay so because of one... the prob not because of the sorry um, not because of the astrology issue it is the issue with the stones uh, given so uh, that that should not bring a, a bad name to the astrology at the end of the day yeah okay. i have also seen some uh, some fake stones uh, worn by people <laughs> in fact there mm. was a tall uh, near my society the stone he was saying it is neelam neelam is a blue stone 
मंत्रा that improves health uh, can you uh, you are a guru of mantras is there anything you can advise our uh, viewers in See, how there is properly yeah there is one uh, mantra which uh, which which is coming to my mind which is very effective okay you would have heard it also it's a mahamrityunjaya mantra mahamrityunjaya mantra is absolutely Uh, beautiful and uh, it should be rendered properly and that can be uh, that can be uh, repeated as many times as is required at least uh, 21 times per day if it can be repeated okay one not time one not eight is the main basic number but if the persons cannot have that much time or something like that at least mornings or even in the evenings that uh, there is a time period i also forgot to tell you when the, whenever the person is chanting a particular mantra right there is a time frame for him early mornings by 4 to 6 or 4 to 7 is a good period and the evening 4 to 8 is a very good period to chant any kind of mantra okay uh, so that that brings more uh, results and coming to this uh, well being the mantra is uh, the mrahamrutyunjaya mantra that is triyambakam yajamahe sugandhim pushtivardhanam urvarukameva bandanat mrutyor mrukshi imamrutat so this particular mantra can be chanted Uh, anybody okay this uh, this leads to lord shiva and uh, it will give you the health what is required and uh, it uh, actually there is uh, saying that it cures diseases also so this is one and second one is uh, if anybody is having a practice of chanting vishnu sahasranamam okay that is a very beautiful uh, thing it actually it takes 25 to 30 minutes to chant this particular vishnu sahasranamam uh, or else at least a person can listen it okay if he cannot pronounce it at least he can listen it there are videos available also uh, what happens is according to ayurveda according to charaka samhita the vishnu sahasranamam is considered to be the um uh, medicine for all diseases like our uh, coronavirus what we are ha- having it currently yes. all kinds of viruses there was a saying uh, a, a, a student asking the charaka the person who has written this ayurveda stating that uh, every uh, every ill is having a pill okay what to do do we have every pill for an ill then he says no we we cannot prepare a, a pill for every ill okay there is only one final mantra available that is chanting thousand names of lord vishnu that is vishnu sahasranamam if this can be chanted continuously every day nobody should have any kind of doubt in their mind that they will not be uh, they will be affected by any kind of illness this is a proven uh, study which uh, i am trying to tell you authentically so uh, as you rightly said 
it may not be possible for a person not knowing sanskrit to chant vishnu sahasranamam especially if somebody is not living in india so can they just take a recording of it and put an absolutely and their home absolutely house? yes okay. yes or else they can put it into the ears earphones and they can just 20 minutes 30 minutes which whichever they can uh, allocate to themselves go into a particular meditative mode close your my uh, eyes and put the ears phone with a small uh, uh, music background you can listen to it 100% it will go on very nicely i have seen the results it's absolutely it is a beautiful uh, thing okay so i have many uh, viewers outside of india as i have told you and they are very much interested in this our bhagavat uh, gita recitation so do you have any advice on them people who are not familiar with sanskrit or hindi but they want to know what gita is so how can you hold a session for them or, and how much time will it take just a general advice uh, how they can Uh, you know benefit them and how can how can what is should the approach be the general question i, I just thought uh, you understand my question see bhagavat yeah, yeah. bhagavat gita is uh, see basically it's a um, it's a book where it teaches uh, uh, how the man, how a man should lead his life this is the basic uh, summary of the bhagavat gita and uh, the student is arjuna and master is krishna who is called who is god and god itself he is rendering this particular sentence okay so now this not have uh, the uh, able to chant the or uh, bhagavad gita or whatever it is there then we can try to teach them okay try to teach them and they you cannot have a timeline for this if you do if you it is very difficult if you are not able to grasp it up so fastly then you should not have a time limit also on this you should at least spend some at least of 15 minutes 20 minutes or half an hour time a daily basis and try to learn word by word we are procedure of cheat, uh, the, uh, teaching the uh, chanting we are i am uh, teaching it to the 5 years old and 6 year old okay five year old and six year old you have to chant they have to chant and they have to render that particular thing you should understand that uh, we should focus on their level okay same goes with the person who does not know the sanskrit also okay we have to tell them we have to tell 10 times maybe sometimes that takes time but they should have that uh, interest in doing it and you practice anything for 10 times it will definitely come to you okay anything if you chant 10 times it will definitely come to you you should have that interest to do it uh, teaching should not be any problem okay all right so anta i have come to the end of my questions uh, for you is there anything any advice you want to give to our viewers anything from your side see basically uh, at this particular juncture when uh, there is a trauma which is going on outside uh, in the world completely and the people are suffering uh, everywhere even uh, so then they should uh, they should have uh, they should start i think the people will start developing they are not uh, mortal anymore okay uh, they, they they should uh, think of spirituality uh, more and that they should think of god consciousness more okay that will only give the peace okay and so that's what my thing is uh, my advice is if i have to my suggestion is if i have to put it across okay ananta it was wonderful talking to you same here i'm sure uh, my viewers will 
tremendously benefit from the knowledge you have given us today. And if, uh, thank you for your time. And I hope to come back to you later in the future if I have some more questions. And Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Aranta, for joining Welcome. us. Welcome. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Namaskaram. Thank you.